0: Welcome to Woodstock Nation. Your host, Marla Davies.
1: Hello, it's Woodstock Nation, the podcast celebrating the revolution, evolution, and life-changing magic of music festivals from Woodstock to today. I'm one of the producers of Woodstock Nation, the documentary due out this 50th anniversary year. Today is part two of our Burning Man episode. Burning Man happened Labor Day weekend, and although it's not a music festival, it certainly is a major festival, and it is filled with music, of course, and incredible art. Most of the music at Burning Man is played by DJs, and many of them famous DJs, too. Tons of EDM, but occasionally something organic happens at Burning Man, and a ragtag group of musicians pop up and perform. Today, you're going to hear a piece from the Black Rock Philharmonic. Uh, They perform Bohemian Rhapsody from the 2019 Burning Man. Also on today's Woodstock Nation podcast, you're going to find out about a Burning Man exhibit that is traveling across the United States from New York through Cincinnati and soon to arrive in the Bay Area, landing in Oakland October the 12th. Since this podcast is about music festival, let's transport ourselves to the playa for 2019 Burning Man. Hundreds of burners have gathered surrounding uh, the art exhibit The Folly by Dave Keene. It's a performance venue depicting a failed fishing village that's turned into a mining village, and then the industry's failed, and the village is somewhat ramshackled, a bit of a ghost town. These these installations are just incredibly extravagant. This is a mismatch of buildings stacked one on top of the other, and the pieces have that old-time feel with most of the building supplies being used as salvaged wood. So gathered in the Black Rock Philharmonic area is the symphony. It's a mismatch of professionals and amateurs. And, you know, there's no audition process. Applicants just fill out a form and come prepared to play. They bring their instruments. They have a few rehearsals on the playa, and they performed four concerts, mostly classical music, with music from Mozart, Smetna, Brahms, Elgar, Tchaikovsky, and F. Mercury. Hundreds of people are in attendance for the performance And it becomes a sing-along of Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It's sheer jubilation on the playa. And let's listen in. Woodstock Hey, it's Marla Davies, and you're listening to Woodstock Nation, the podcast. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people emerge in Black Rock Desert, and they help create Black Rock City, which is a temporary metropolis where innovators and makers and artists create experimental and interactive art installations every year. Many of the works of art are ritualistically burned to the ground But many of the pieces have survived and will be transported to the Oakland Museum of California. This year's theme is metamorphosis. This immersive and multi-sensory experience will feature many Bay Area artists. There's also jewelry and artwork and large installations and costumes and mutant vehicles, sculptures, photography, and painting. Today on the Woodstock Nation podcast, please welcome... Peggy Monahan who is the director of content development and curator of the Oakland Museum of California and the exhibit No Spectators The Art of Burning Man. Hello Peggy, what an exciting exhibit.
2: I know. Well, it's 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 an exhibition that actually opened at the Renwick Gallery at the Smithsonian um uh, a year and a half ago. Um, and um, it's currently it just closed at the Cincinnati Art Museum and it will be coming to us. And uh, as its final stop, we're bringing the artwork home because so many of the artists are are local. They're from just around here. Right.
1: Because, you know, they go, they take this beautiful art, make this beautiful art, and then they go to Burning Man, which is kind of in our backyard. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. Burning Man started here and um, the, the Bay Area contingent of Burning Man is pretty strong indeed.
1: Absolutely. Well, it seems legit when, when you get something that started at the Smithsonian. I mean, doesn't that have that historic yeah. kind of like, wow, this is real, right? It's Smithsonian worthy.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's, it's really nice. It's, the art is, is, um, is so extraordinary. And for so many, so many people, so many artists, when I am out in the Burning Man community and listening to people, I love people who um, present about their artwork and start off by saying, oh, you know, I never thought of myself as an artist, and now here I am bringing this big art piece to Burning Man. Um, so, so many of these pieces are made by, um, so many pieces at Burning Man are made by people who are, um, Uh, contributing to larger works of art, working with um, deep within artists, artist collectives, um, and uh, it really inspires a different kind of creativity. And so it's really nice to be able to highlight um, really extraordinary examples of the art that gets brought to Burning Man and definitely having the Smithsonian um, be the ones that said, this, this counts as, you know, Art. This is That's art.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Now, <Yes. laughs> so have you ever been to a Burning Man? It's been going on forever and ever. Now, have you gotten out there?
2: I know. I know. I I have been Burning Man adjacent for a lot of time, but I have not. I have tons of friends who've gone, but I have actually not been able to go. I wasn't able to go last year when we were originally. Um, uh, getting this exhibition, and I wasn't able to go this year because we're very busy at the museum here getting ready for the exhibition. But our uh, director and deputy director were able to go both last year and this year. So okay, um, and we have we have tons of people working on the project. Um, even though I. Um, have the role of curator here. There are so many people involved in every project that we do, and there are tons of there are lots of people here who went to Burning Man. Um, our experienced developer Penny Jennings on the project um, um, was went to early um, early years, not um, in the 80s, but in the 90s.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really it's grown to exponential levels at this point. And you know, yeah, you, you you can't even get in if you don't get a ticket. I mean, it's sold out, so you have to really plan yeah, ahead.
2: Right, it's it's enormous. Um, have there, you heard any tales?
1: Have you heard any tales from the uh, this year's Burning Man?
2: Well, I've heard various tales. I'm not sure what what tales are radio ready.
1: It's it's a <laughs> podcast, so it's the wild wild west.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just not sure that I have a. Um, clearance from our director and deputy director to talk
1: about whatever happens at at burning Burning (laughs) 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 well let's let's talk about the exhibit and some of the the art i'm sure you've been been able to experience that and what can people see when first of all when does it when does it open so if folks want to join you guys and check it out
2: yeah the exhibition opens here on october 12th okay um that's, that's, the, that's the data, that's the first data sh- to come and see it. Um, members can see that, our, our museum members can see the exhibition on October 11th, um, but uh, it opens to the public on October 12th. Um, uh, and it's, it's going to be pretty extraordinary. We're, um, we'll start uh, installing the artwork that's being deinstalled, um, at the Cincinnati Art Museum right now put on various trucks and uh, we'll start installing next week. Um, and we're also, will be erecting our, um, our own, our temple. David Best, um, every year there's a temple at Burning Man and uh, David Best is the artist um, from Petaluma who started that tradition okay. and is most associated with um, temples at Burning Man and he's building one for us. Oh, that's going so to be so great.
1: I heard the yeah, temple's and, amazing because you know everybody goes in there and it's sort of a spiritual holy place and people put notes to loved ones and, right. and it's a really quiet nice spot.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a place to um, to uh, think back on the year before and to um, leave memories of um, people that um, people that are important to you. Maybe they've left. Maybe they're just important. Um, and then at the end of Burning Man. Um, the, the temple is, is burned, and it's a, a really um, important um, time of release for a lot of people. Um, we'll be building a temple um, on outside. Um, we have on one of our patios, we have some pretty great gardens at the museum, um, and people will be able to leave memories. Um, the fire marshal won't let us burn oh, our okay. temple <laughs> on our, Probably on our a property, smart idea. but... <laughs> But we're going to um box up the memories that people leave and um send them out to the playa next year to be burned oh. at Burning Man.
1: Oh, that's so nice. I love I love that yeah. whole the giving back. Well, you know, Burning Man's so interesting because they have the ten principles of Burning Man, exactly. things that you're supposed to do. And you guys are also gonna do a little tribute to that, right?
2: Absolutely. Um, one of the reasons why we were excited about that exhibition, not only is it an important art local art movement, um, but our um, museum mission resonates with some, uh, many of the 10 principles of Burning Man. Um, and um, um, one of the things that we are focusing on here is the principle of gifting. Um, Burning Man um, sort of centers the idea of giving gifts as, you um, know, in an unconditional way without expecting a return or reciprocation. It's not barter, it's just giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we have, uh, we're going to, in, in fact, Burning Man often thinks of the artists often think of their artwork as a gift. But um, but rather than just keeping the gifting idea with the artwork, um, we've um, partnered with Ace Monster Toys, which is a local, um, uh, oakland uh, makerspace and the, the director there um rachel mccrafty uh, otherwise known as the crafty avenger and oh, what a she's great name her name's mccrafty making- yeah. and she's an artist yeah it's her destiny yeah. that's that's her that's that's um she's that's her artist name that she's known by okay good and um and uh we are making a workshop in the exhibition centered around the gift matic which is a large Willy Wonka-style gum, gumball machine um, with uh, gifts inside Ooh. that other people have made. And so you not only can... Um, accept a gift from uh, from someone who filled the machine before you, but you get a chance to make a gift and leave it for other people. It could be um, some origami. It could be something that you brought with you especially. It could be haiku or a piece of advice. Um, okay. And you can add your gift to the machine, to the gift matic
1: That's so fun. I love the whole gifting thing. I think we need more Yeah. More of that kind of thought, you know, of sharing with each oh. other, giving, you know, all the good things. No. Of course, our podcast is Woodstock Nation. And so we just had the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. And that, you right. know, a lot of talk about how there was such a sharing you know, communal environment. And, it's, you know, you feel that with Burning Man, too, especially because they have the principles. Exactly. There's actually a, like a book of rules. Hey, this is what you need to do when you come out here. And right. it, and it's all good things, you know. It's like, hey, you're you're creating this together. Be nice to each other. Be good. Be kind, et cetera.
2: Exactly, exactly. One of the things that I love about um, the artwork that we have is it really um, expresses this uh, one of the principles, which is communal effort. Um, uh, all so many of these works of art are created by groups of people, artists, collectives, and um, and in partnership. And that's such an important part of of Burning Man are these large groups of people, um, creating these, um, creating these things that um, need everybody's skills and need everybody's specific contributions. Um, one of the artists collectives that's really local is five ton crane and they, um, they're more than, more than 130 people were involved in the making of, um, this particular work at um, Capitol theater that, um, is, uh, is, a, a, theater on a chassis so it could have operated as an art car um and uh but it also has a theater with special um special films that were created and it even has a concession stand filled with uh um, filled with can special candy boxes that have um puns and it even has a, a popcorn machine which We'll see if we can sometimes operate that popcorn. <laughs> intermittent.
1: It's intermittent.
2: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> well, uh, some people I know that when everyone talks about the cars, they're just so striking. Yeah. Right. And the mutant no, vehicles. Absolutely. I mean, it's so extravagant.
0: Woodstock Nation.
1: Thanks for listening to the Woodstock Nation podcast. I'm Marla Davies, and we're visiting with Peggy Monahan, who's the Director of Content Development and Curator of the Oakland Museum of California. And we're talking about the exhibit, No Spectators The Art of Burning Man. And you're going to hear more after this.
0: Woodstock Nation.
1: It's Marla Davies, and today our guest is Peggy Monahan, Director of Content Development and Curator at the Oakland Museum of California. And we're talking about the exhibit, No Spectators, The Arts of Burning Man. From what I understand, you're going to touch on each of the 10 principles of Burning Man in some way, correct?
2: Well, we definitely have the 10 principles on the wall. We're focusing um, our and they are discussed in um, throughout the label text. We're focusing our efforts on, um, on uh, uh, more specifically, bringing out um, uh, four of the principles: um, uh, participation. Um, that so many of these artworks are deeply participatory, um, where you get to leave something of yourself behind. Um, uh, Communal effort, the idea that we're making these things together, that's really very connected to um, the mission of of the museum. also in radical inclusion, we really want to make sure that everyone feels welcome and able to participate um, and uh, sees some, something that, that attracts them and gets them excited within this exhibition. And also gifting, as I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So those those four, those four principles, are ones that we're focusing on more explicitly, but all all 10, including things like self-reliance, self-expression, civic responsibility, um, immediacy, all of those things are are represented within the exhibition, but we're really sort of highlighting those four.
1: That's fantastic. I, I just, you know, its I didn't realize the depth of Burning Man. I just, you know, I, you know when you start to explore it a little more, you think, my goodness, this is just well thought out. It really is, yeah. you know, a community that that is built every year and a lot of participation. Everybody has to come, you know, come to the game, come to the party with something in their hands, you know, come empty-handed, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, um, everyone is, is, it's important that everyone is involved, um, uh, that everyone feels welcome, everyone participates. That's why the exhibition is actually called No Spectators. Okay. Everyone participates. <laughs> exactly. Now, have you had a chance to
1: go to see the exhibit when it was back uh, back east at all? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: It's pretty extraordinary. Um, it's pretty extraordinary. The um, I can't wait for people to see the artwork that are showing up here at the Oakland Museum.
1: It's so um, nice that some of the artists preserved because there's the aspect of Burning Man is the burning, and you and I was yes. explaining like I have. I have trouble with sand art because it's so beautiful and I want to hold it and keep it forever. And then blow it's gone. And so Burning Man has that aspect, but it's nice that some of the art is saved. I have to say.
2: Yeah, there's, there is definitely beauty in the ephemeral and, um, but, uh, but it's nice to have um, some of these pieces. Many of them actually have been on Playa, but um, not all of them. There were, for instance, the Capitol Theater, the piece I was talking about earlier. Um, the art, the artist collective, Five Ton Crane, has done some really extraordinary things out on the Playa. But um, none of them fit into the Renwick Gallery. And so this one was specifically created to fit not only in the room, but so that it could be broken down to fit through the doors of the Renwick Gallery. Um, okay. So, But there are pieces. um, One one of that that are there are definitely pieces that have been to Playa. Um, One of the um, pieces uh, that we have two Shroom and Lumen, which are huge origami mushrooms that chain that uh, that are lit from within with LEDs and that change shape as you um, as you interact with them. And those have not only been on the Playa, but what I've heard is that from time to time, they will still rain a little playa dust down upon you as they change their shape.
1: I was going to ask. I mean, if it was on the playa, it is, probably has some playa dust on it. That stuff I hear oh, yeah. is just sticky. <laughs> Sticks with you.
2: Yeah, no. So, so I, think, I think people will just have to um, consider themselves um, lucky if they get christened by the shroom and lumen raining playa dust down upon them. <laughs> I, I love it. It's fantastic. Do you have a favorite piece? Oh, why are you asking for my favorite? I know that's not fair. It's like ask your favorite child. All the time. They're that all my favorites. All time, I, I know, but currently, currently, I think I would come down. Um, I'm in, currently, I'm down. I'm in love with the paper arch by um, Michael Garlington and Natalia Bertati. It's this enormous arch that's um, uh, that's covered in uh, collage and um, collage of textures and um, images, uh, deep photography. It, it's striking when you walk up to it, um, when you see it from far away, and it gets even more intense as you get closer and closer. There are tassels um, and textures on it, and when you get extra close, you see there are these peepholes that you can look inside and see little dioramas inside, so it never stops Wow. It, it, it's forever revealing more of itself to you. You could stand there and just um, uh, just stare at it and um, see something new every day. So I can't wait to be in front of that piece again.
1: I can't wait to see it myself. You know, it's it's yeah. funny because, of course, this is going to be amazing at the museum and the museum, of course, the Oakland Museum of California. And it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me laugh in a way because it's not as gritty you know you don't i just i have you know, talked to people that have gone out there and it's a real testament yeah. of your strength and your survival yeah. skills so this is sort of a cheater way to go but you get to, <laughs> well you yeah. get to go to the museum and more lush environments and enjoy the beautiful art right i mean it's it's yeah maybe no, it's a little it's, baby it's course definitely... in burning man
2: yeah, well, I think I think what we'll end up doing is wetting people's appetite for what they can see on playa,
1: right? And what 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 do you people? So people that have never come to Burning Man and they're going to come see the mm-hmm. this exhibit, what frame of mind? What would you? What advice would you give?
2: Oh, what frame of mind? Well, I would I would um, come ready to uh, participate and interact. I think um, one of the things that we can offer. Um, especially to this exhibition is um, because there are so many local burners. Um, we're um, partnering. We're we're partnering with a number of uh, burners who will come in and volunteer their time to tell stories and to sort of share their experience. Um, and help connect our visitors to the artwork. I would say um, this is an in, this is a different kind of art experience. A lot of the art is is touchable. I say it's huggable. Um, <laughs> you know, some of it some of it is deeply participatory. Be you know, be ready to uh, share your experience and um, and have a lot of fun. I mean, this is this is a pretty extraordinarily playful exhibition
1: That's fun because you know I have an art background and sometimes art can be pretentious in a way don't touch it I love art that you can touch the, the you know the textural uh, you know the feeling yeah. of it. it 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 really is fun it makes it more fun participatory you know more in you know, a yeah. more like a you know performance art kind of piece yeah so that's exciting these
2: pieces, yeah, these pieces are, are immersive. There are things that you can go inside that you can um, that you can interact with. And and pieces that act, ask you to leave something behind, whether it's um, to spend some moments and leave a memory in, in Um, of someone or something that you want to uh, consider, um, leave a memory in the temple. There's also a piece um, by uh, an artist, Candy Chang, called Before I Die. Um, We have a a large chalkboard at the front of our museum that we often um, have people write on, and it's the perfect place for Candy Chang's artwork, Before I Die, which has appeared on Playa and will be here, um, which uh, just... Asks you to consider something you want to achieve before you die, before you um, with something you want to achieve with your life, and um, people can leave things on the chalkboard. and I love the I love the images where that I've seen of the various installations of this work where they're just covered with all of people's um, thoughts and memories and dreams and plans. Um, so it's touching. I'm it's about touching. It's a too. very thoughtful exhibit for me when
1: I go to see you know an exhibit at the museum I'm usually touched and sometimes it brings a tear to Mm -hmm. your eye it's not just looking at something it's feeling it you know so yeah. I am very excited. This is going to be amazing. And it's going to, it opens October 12th and it runs all the way right. through February. So there's some good time yeah. to see it, to, to enjoy it while it's going to wow. be here in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Right. Fantastic. There's no okay. doubt I'm not going to, I I have to come. I will see you. Yeah. I will have to come enjoy.
2: Well, you do. And we, and we do have a number of programs that we're going to be running. Um, uh, there are some, there's some extra good times to come. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, every Friday night at the museum is pretty extraordinary. Um, um, but, uh, on Friday, November 8th, we're going to be having an extra special burning man block party. Um, so that'll be an extra special edition of our normal spectacular Friday nights and where we'll, we'll have art cars and DJs and, um, other kinds of artists pop up their details to come. Um, so that'll be an extra great time. Um, and uh we're also um we're also planning other other after hours um, times um uh November fourteenth, December fifth, and January 9th, where um, there will be tasty food and drinks, some special appearances by artists, and late night access to the special exhibition so um you can uh you know, see artists giving live demos and have a drink and experience the art all at the same time.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds like a wonderful combination.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What's the website yeah, in case anybody fun. wants
1: to check that all that stuff out?
2: Yeah, our, our website is www.museumca.org.
1: Fantastic. I look forward to the exhibit. It sounds fantastic. So much fun with Peggy Monahan, director of content development, and also the curator yep. of no spectators, the art of burning man coming to the Oakland museum of California.
2: Thank you thank so, you so much. much. This has been fun. It sounds
1: fantastic. Can't wait to get up there and see it. So I appreciate your time. Great. And thanks for being on Woodstock nation, Peggy. Well,
2: thank you.
0: Woodstock nation. <laughs>
1: woodstock nation the podcast celebrates the revolution evolution and life-changing magic of music festivals from woodstock to today woodstock nation the podcast is in association with woodstock nation the documentary to be released in 2019 and is brought to you by the wonderful people at green age development any music used in the woodstock nation podcast is owned by the artist and is used for educational and illustration purposes only thanks for checking out Woodstock Nation, liking us, sharing us, and following us. Woodstock Nation is on the Pantheon Podcast Network. And you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. Talk to you next time. Peace.
0: Peace, love, and thanks for being part of the tribe. From Marla Davies and everyone here at Woodstock Nation. Tune in. Turn on. Next week.
3: Hi, I'm Shelley Sorensen, the rock and roll librarian.
4: And I'm Christian Swain, the rock and roll archaeologist.
3: I love books, especially books about rock and roll musicians. Oh,
4: yes you do, Shelley.
3: I'm living vicariously, because I've always wanted to be one myself.
4: Uh, well, doesn't everybody?
3: Hmm, I don't know, but those who don't are certainly intrigued by musicians' lives and how they followed their
4: dreams. Well, then they should listen to our show, huh?
3: Yes, on this podcast, we discuss one of the books I have read.
4: But I purposely don't to keep it interesting and fresh for everyone.
3: Our conversations are peppered with snippets of songs from the artist's repertoire, as well as music that has inspired and
4: influenced each of them. The Rock and Roll Librarian Show is a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network.
3: Look for us wherever you find great podcasts